From COK Studios in Brooke Gladstone's broom closet, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. On today's show, we'll consider a new support group that's helping a very vulnerable segment of the American population. We'll also consider listener questions in an Ask Alex edition of our Consider Your Health series. And we'll consider why nobody ate the dip I brought to the office potluck. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Scotty Foundation, creating engineering miracles and giving her all she's got since 1966. Visit beamme.up.org for more information. And Forget Me Not, the flower shop specifically for people who have forgotten birthdays, anniversaries, and all other special occasions. Order from us, and when we deliver your bouquet, we'll tell the recipient it was our fault. Forget me not. It's our bad. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrook. There's a large segment of the American population that is struggling to attain the type of lifestyle that they want, and they feel that they deserve. It's difficult for them because as they see it, circumstances beyond their control are putting them at a disadvantage. Known as millennials, this group is constantly struggling to find the kind of success that they have been told they are entitled to since they were babies. A new book has spawned a series of support groups around the country aimed at helping millennials cope with the difficult circumstances they find themselves in. Joining us now in the studio is the author of the book, I'm Okay, You're Better Than Okay, You're Amazing, A Guide for Millennials to Achieve Their Destiny, Autumn Fairchild. Thank you for being with us. You're welcome. I'd like to begin by asking, what was your inspiration for the book? Well, I'm a millennial, and I felt like I had to do something to help our generation out. Like so many millennials, I found myself totally unprepared for life outside the insular bubble that my parents and private school education created for me. I didn't understand why my college professors just didn't give me praise for showing up to class, or why they didn't give me good grades because I was special. It was eye-opening. I'm sure it was. I knew that I was special and that I shouldn't have to try very hard or work to make my dreams come true, but it seemed like the rest of the world didn't get that. Writing the book was a way to get my ideas and feelings out there for everyone who didn't understand just how special and amazing millennials are. Well, what is so special about millennials? Uh, the question should really be, what isn't so special about millennials? And the answer is nothing. We need to show professors, potential employers, and other authority figures that we deserve to go to the front of the line just of because of who we are. And who is that exactly? Ourselves. We can't settle for unpaid internships that make us do mindless busy work just because we're supposed to pay our dues and work our way up the ladder. We're special, and I say in the book that special people like millennials need to be able to skip ahead to our rightful place as directors, CEOs, heads of companies, and leaders in our respective fields because... Well, because what? Nothing. Just because. Well, don't you think that's a little short-sighted? Millennials are in trouble because they aren't willing to work for anything and they can't accept failure or any kind of setbacks. That's why the support groups are so key. If we stick together and demand to be promoted based on nothing and given awards and accolades for just being our amazing selves, it will work in our favor. We are the future. The entitled, delicate, thin-skinned future. 
Yes, but there's no but. We're awesome. That was Autumn Fairchild, author of the book, I'm Okay, You're Better Than Okay, You're Amazing, that has spawned a movement in the millennial culture. Ugh. For COK News, I'm Cordell Nutbrock. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to our Consider Your Health series. Alex Truman is back with us today to take some questions from our listeners. Welcome back, Alex. Good to be here, Cotter. Now, we've got a lot of great health questions for you today, and the first one is from Alicia in San Diego. Hello, Alicia. Welcome to Consider Your Health. Hi, Alex and Connor. Hello there. What's your question? Well, I'm a big marathon runner, and I'm constantly getting bad blisters. It sucks because I always get them when I'm training for a big race, then it's really hard to run when I get to the actual marathon. They're really bad. Any chance I'm predisposed to blisters or something? Oh, I'm sorry to hear about your blisters. I doubt you're more prone to blisters than anyone else, but I was born with abnormally loose foot skid that tends to blister more easily. Uh, How loose is your foot skid? It's not really loose at all. I thought so. It's extremely rare. My foot skin is so billowy that I can't even wear sandals. It always looks like I'm wearing weird flesh-colored tube socks. Ew. Indeed. Getting blisters when running is common, and I know it must make it hard to run with painful sores on your feet. A new study by the Clinical Journal of Sports Medicine found that surgical tape reduced the instance of blisters by 40%, so you might want to try that and see if it helps. According to the study, 98 of the 128 runners did not develop blisters under the tape. At the same time, 81 of the 128 got blisters in untaped areas. I'll have to try that then. Good luck! I hope that the tape could give you some relief before more serious injuries cause you to stop running altogether. Like what? Joint pain, bad knees, bad hips, stress fractures, sprained ankles, bone spurs, horrible chafing, you name it. Running is just a minefield of health hazards. You might want to consider a more sedentary hobby before your body ultimately breaks down. Good luck with the tape. I hope it keeps you blister-free. Our next question is an email from Kurt in Orlando. Kurt works for a coffee company and heard that there's a byproduct of coffee roasting that can cause lung disease. Yes, Kurt is right. Our friends over at Morning Edition did a story about this. There's a chemical called diacetyl, a natural byproduct of the coffee roasting process that can infiltrate the lungs and cause a severe form of lung disease. People at home grinding or brewing up a pot shouldn't worry, but the chemical can pose a danger to people working in commercial coffee roasting plants. So what can they do, Alex? Well, roasting plants need to focus on making sure that their air circulation systems are bringing in fresh air. It's not a major problem, but it's something to be aware of. Kurt is probably more likely to be horribly disfigured by spilling boiling hot coffee on himself or choking on a rogue espresso bean than he is to have lug problems caused by diacetyl. Be careful at work, Kurt, and try to avoid the many, many dangers that being around coffee poses. That's good advice. Now we have one more question, and it's from Don in Atlantic City. Hello, Don. I'm calling for a friend who's having trouble figuring out what are the important women's health issues during the 2016 campaign. To be clear, this guy is really smart and women love him. Believe me, he's a real ladies' man, but he's just a little unsure of what women who might be voting for president want. Well, Don, 
women's health issues are very complex. From reproductive rights to mental health, there are a lot of things that women are focused on in this election cycle. I know. I And so does my friend. Like I said, he's really smart. Just tell me, I mean him, where he needs to focus his health platform for women. And make it quick. I got stuff to do. Tick tock. Uh, more health coverage, better resources, more freedom to make choices with their own bodies, uh, feeling supported by insurance companies and health professionals, as well as federal and state governments. That sounds complicated. Can't we just give them some of that pink breast cancer stuff that they sell and call it good? Believe me, they love those pink garden shares and aprons. We can make everything pink and we'll make Mexico pay for it. It'll be huge. Mr. Trump, you have a lot of work to do to create a women's health platform that will be anywhere near what we need in this country. You should really try listening to what women need rather than telling them what they want. I bet you're on the rag. Am I right? I am sorry. We're out of time. Thank you for your call. You handled that well, Alex. Thank you. I could feel the bile rising up inside me. Well, thanks for coming by and helping people with their health questions. My pleasure. That was Consider Your Health with Alex Truman. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you'd like more from the best-looking news team in public radio, go to our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. You can also follow us on Twitter, at ConsiderOurKnow, and like us on Facebook. If you'd like to download the podcast, go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. The COK team includes Jeremiah Knight, Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Hobart Willis, Spencer Cannon, and Libby Mitchell. A very special thanks this week to Crystal Nielsen and Michelle Larson. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Ew. That sounded like a sexy <laughs> Maybe I like billowy foot skin. Ew, I love gross skin. I love, I love sock skin. <laughs>